Mabuhay, les amis. My name is Veronica, host of this podcast, Everything is Political, because it is. Um, for today's episode, it's going to be a heavy one. As mentioned from my previous episode, it's going to be about the Catholic Church. So I would want to um, put on a huge trigger warning here. I will be talking about the indigenous communities starting here in the Turtle Island, Jojiage, where I am a settler myself on this unceded land. Um, I would want to be able to connect the parallels of the Catholic Church here in so-called Canada and the Catholic Church in my homeland, the Philippines, and how imperialist nations have commodified on people's faith, how it's weaponized to cut our ties with our land and spirituality. Now, you've been warned. Um, please listen to your body and skip this one if necessary. It's okay, boo. Don't worry. I won't be mad at you. I'll just rant to you in my instagram which is lahat conectado podcast lahat l-a-h-a-t underscore conectado k-o-n-e k-d-a-d-o sorry it's a little bit long for me but yeah it's connected but just spell it with k instead of c because we're filipinos like that yeah that's on my instagram so if you have any other questions and you want me to just rant or like react or just talk about things yeah i'm so down to do that or for those who wants to be in my podcast i shall welcome you all um i have extra mic for you so if you want go on and hit me up and we can talk i love talking anyway that being said without further ado i shall start reading my script Unfortunately, the discovery of the 215 remains of the indigenous children were just the tip of the iceberg. Just recently, we found more bodies, um, hundreds of them. Um, When I wrote this script, there were um, a second discovery from the 215. And now when I'm recording this, we have over 1,000 discovery of bodies. So just just imagine, um, you know, a basketball court and those bleachers in there and half of it were probably um let's say like about a hundred i mean a thousand seats that's thousand of children that this government this institution with the help of the catholic church have stolen from communities so just so that they can cut of the propagation of indigenous culture, indigenous heritage, indigenous language. Um, For my Quebecois people out there, you understand the concept of la preservation de la langue française and how this is connected to the French-Canadian culture or the the francophone um, diaspora or like the Quebec diaspora, whichever um, my Quebecois peeps out there. identify themselves i kind of identify myself as a quebecois but mostly like a montrealese more than quebecois but i am very proud also of being in quebec um c'est à discuter comme je dis i will talk about more um things to be proud of quebec there's so much more and i'm going to talk about a little bit of them too in this episode yes um at the same time of this discovery of the indigenous, um, the, the remains, there is a priest in Mississauga who just preached how these quote-unquote residential schools have actually done good in this Canadian society, which I absolutely reject. I think this is 
just disgusting to say, very tone deaf, very entitled. Um, how do you feel if someone just barge into your house and take and take your children? Huh? Oh crap. Am I talking about um child protective services? Oopsie! <laughs> That's what they do. The government, the institution, goes to your house, they take your children, and that's it. Bye-bye. And then they accuse you of being like, oh, um, you weren't taking care of your children properly. You weren't feeding them properly. Well, because we couldn't find a job. Because you, um, this neighborhood where I am is very criminogenic because no one takes care of the people here because the police is always harassing people. Oops, oops, oops. There you go. I'm ranting again. That's not part of the script. I'm just ranting. <laughs> uh, yes, but that's essentially what they've done. Um, the government went to these tribes, took your children, and say you're a danger to these children. But the goal is to tuer leur culture, to, to stop the propagation, to stop a generation of indigenous community to further expand because they want white people in this stolen land. Oopsie. Okay, you know what? I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stick to the script. Um, the church um, before was actually the power. Um, separation of church and state, anyone? In our um, histoire in Sacre de Quatre, this is what we've learned in high school. Um, it's a huge deal here in Quebec, actually. If, if For my Quebecois people out there, uh, most of our curse word came from the church. Tabarnak, uh, the tabernacle, the chalice, kalis, you know. <laughs> Those are little like, examples, but as you can see, um, there's a, a, a deep connection between Quebecois and the Catholic Church, good and bad. Um, remember also in my past episode, um, a priest demanding mothers to have more children to do God's work, like barging into your house. Priest coming in, being like, um, how come you don't have more children? Excuse me. Anyway, you already heard that um, episode. So if you don't, then go back to my other episodes if you want. It's um, streaming to most platforms anyway. And again, I'm doing my shameless plug. Okay, okay, you know what? Yeah, moving on, moving on. Um, the church had a, that power, and then there is the laicite. Uh, just to make it very uh, much more simple, uh, more si- in simple terms, Quebec got out of that Catholic foothold in their lives, unlike us, the Filipinos. Also, I'm making a, an assumption here, but I believe that most Quebecois mostly associate Catholicism as just part of their heritage, being uh, francophone. Um, Quebec is a pioneer in the feminist movement and has always been progressive. Whether you like PQ or not, PQ, um, Parti Québécois, they created a legacy from CGEPs to universal healthcare to free education, universal daycare, um, leading an example throughout Canada indeed that um, Quebec is a culture and heritage of its own. Without Quebec influence, Canada is most likely just going to be cousin of USA, birthed from capitalist Britain where Adam Smith came from. This empire happens to be ruled over by a, by a divine power from God, um, the royal family. Ooh. A society ruled over by systems of hierarchy where one holds a higher status, therefore more worthy of respect and power than another person uh yes again i'm going on a run in here but anyway long story short the church is where power came from in this particular western society 
church uh, spiritually imprisoned their followers by commodifying quote-unquote heaven as if they own and have monopoly over heaven because um, you see if you don't believe in god then you must be evil if one does not believe uh, does not have a faith in god then they have no fear and thus they have no values they completely disregard that there are societies out there where their culture and way of living is living sustainably with the nature our society before now uh, was hunter gatherer we were mostly nomads we um we stay in the land for a bit we um uh, take the resources the surrounding resources around it and then we leave because we want um, we want to be able to give time for the land to recuperate from the resources that we have used also like depending on the weather if it's going to be winter of course you need to move somewhere um, down south um, for a w- warmer climate if you can adapt if you cannot adapt to the cold also we follow the food so like if the animals are moving down south because they cannot hibernate here in the winter then we follow them we're hungry people we're also animals so so to, so to speak you know we need we need food right um and down south there's much more the 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 soil is um better to produce things to um grow crops vegetables that we can actually eat anyway again i'm rambling indigenous communities have always um reused stuffs around them anyway um that's their way of honoring their surroundings the nature the land who um, took care of them who have provided them of um shelter who have provided them of land where you can grow vegetables that also sustains you that also feeds you in the philippines especially in the province we have learned to live sustainably and actually much healthier too. We don't have um, pesticides to use in our mass mass um, produce um, farms. We have a very diverse crops. Um, we white people call it organic. We just call it something we pick from our backyard. We reuse nyog or coconut as our bowl or plate. We use banana leaves as our plate or plate plate um, placemats. We use our hands to really appreciate our diverse dishes cooked by our parents. We know it comes from love, because <laughs> uh, they grew everything there. It takes it takes a lot of effort to grow your own food too. And overall, we just have much more appreciation of our land and our environment. You see, these Spaniards came and laughed, looking at our paradise, our primitive society, when y'all are literally cannot wait to go to the resort in Mexico, in Cuba, uh, trips down south. But sure, we're the one who are primitive, eh? But you're the one who's dying to go to our paradise. Mm. Anyway. Um, these imperialist nations, Spain and USA, have completely disrupted our pre-colonial society as Ruzones, uh, me as a Tagalog, as a Bicolano as well. Um, they have made fun of our mythology, our folklore, have used it against us and gaslit our minds into perceiving them as evil by the church. Um, yeah, there you go. You see, I told you I'll connect it back to the church. Um, you see, it's always been the sword and the cross. Um, 
enslaving our faith by demonizing our pagan beliefs um, white literally made fun of us for respecting our mother earth instead of traumatizing the land with mass-produced pineapples just to be exported to a place where pineapple is not indigenous to what i mean by that is you can never grow pineapple or banana in alaska naturally of course it's simply not the same environment pineapple do not pineapple and banana are tropical fruits and they don't have that in winter we, we don't we cannot grow that in winter weather that's just like a little bit of example then um spain used the church to convert uh, indigenous filipinos or indios that also means more ofrenda the church is a very rich institution to this day um plus they also have generous donors so you know when the cathedral um broke down and there was fire in it a bunch of millionaires if not billionaires have donated their money to preserve the patrimoine you know but sure you cannot eradicate poverty but you can preserve the catholic church because the catholic church is a symbol of imperialist foothold anyway oof, here go. i'm getting mad oh. um Yes, with the church, um, if Filipinos refuse to um, convert themselves to Catholicism, then they get the sword, meaning physical coercion from the Spanish Empire, physical enslavement too. Um, if not, if you don't want to be converted into Catholicism, if you don't want to um, pledge your allegiance to the Spanish Empire, then they just kill you because you're insubordinate and they cannot control you. They want people they can control. They don't want revolutionaries. They don't want any uprising. They want to enslave all of us. They did. Still is, depending on how you see things. Um, like I said, of the, the beginning of this podcast, um, I believe that Quebec kind of got away from the strong foothold of the Catholic Church in their lives. The Catholic Church in the Philippines, though, still possess enormous power. The Philippines to this day is one of the most Catholic countries in this world where divorce and abortion is still illegal in all levels. You got raped? Too bad. Keep the baby. If not, you are a sinner. To this day, a very Catholic church still has a strong foothold in the Philippines and has a strong influence in the political sphere. To this day, the current Philippines still upholds racist values coming from our colonial masters. We are still upholding a system that have that they instilled where they are in power and oriented to benefit them. It is written for them. It's not written for the common good of the Filipinos. And that's why the like which is why the hype about Trese and Kasama, Kasama written by Arkasama, Alan Batudio, a Filipino Montreal artist. Um, yes, I know, right? A very slick input and shameless plug. Because, of course, duh, this is my podcast. I can do whatever I want. Um, that being said, also, in the next episode, I will talk about the connection between the church and how it cut our ties to our land. But yet we have persisted in our own very way. Uh, if you don't get it, then... Um, You'll see in a, my next episode our relationship with our land because land is life. I hope you enjoy this episode. I 
did i did enjoy writing the script i also rambled a lot so that's something that i need to improve on unless y'all are okay with that one i i know that some people they laugh because i go off topic and they come back and i'm like oh my god anyway now there you go i'm going off topic um i hope you enjoyed this episode and um i'll see you in the next one or i'll speak to you in my next one um merci d'avoir m'écouté salamat mga kasama um Knowledge is power and sharing is caring. So let's go empower each other. Vero out.